Welcome to the Asylum Podcast. Broadcasting from the Asylum Studio in the 585. Welcome to the Asylum Podcast. As always, I am your host, Joaquin Figueroa. And today, I have one of my buddies over here, the infamous Evo G, Ivano Gucciardo. What's up? How you doing today, brother? Not bad, not bad, brother. What about you? Uh, not too bad, man. How's that? How's everything been for you during this whole good crazy uh, ass time? Surprisingly, right after phase one hit, it got very, very busy, mm. which I did not see coming. I thought it was going to be an awful summer. Yeah, but I think everybody's itching a little bit to get back out. So I think that that's kind of was getting the pot stirring. So it's yeah. been it's been hectic. It's been real hectic. So for those of you that who don't know uh, Evo G, he is a photographer. He actually is like one of the top photographers in Rochester and that you know that's my opinion. I appreciate that. And, I appreciate um, that big time. You you definitely like capture uh, you do a lot of car shots, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I'd say about 90 95% is cars and then I've sort of branched out into other things uh product photography, yeah. portrait photography, fashion. Um but the spawn of it started from cars. And that's kind of where I've gotten into the digital space and then it moved into these other other mediums. Dude, what you do with these images and these photographs is amazing, man. I appreciate it. Because, like, you, you take a shot, and I and and um, you also, for those of you who don't know, also he has a YouTube channel where he kind yep. of uh, takes you behind the scenes and, and yeah, does yeah, it's a like lot a, of it's like shots. kind of like a behind the scenes on the, ed- the editing side of things. Um, I just there's so much that goes into it. Some of these edits are five, six, seven hours long yeah. on one photograph, and um, I'm starting to show the behind the scenes product of how that gets built from start to finish okay basically yeah you do a great great job i i I, like sometimes i look at it and i'm just like like what the hell goes through (laughs) his mind that he came up with this shit you know what i mean it's uh i go there too sometimes it's crazy um (laughs) it it just it i kind of felt like the market pushed me in that direction for what i wanted to achieve with myself which i'm still trying to go after that goal but um being born in rochester staying in rochester in the automotive market there's other cities that have a lot more money and a lot more cars. Um, so knowing I was going to stay here with the locations we have and whatnot, I was forced kind of into that style. I forced myself into that yeah. style personally yeah. um, to, to kind of try to, to shoot for the dream that I have, which is shooting for manufacturers. Basically. Oh, okay. So that's kind of where that started and, and why I went that route. But uh, so I, I've been meaning to ask you because I know like uh, and we we talked about a little bit. You're like, oh, I haven't always been in this field, obviously. Um, but what exactly got you into like photography? I'd say it started very, very early. My my dad was always he had film cameras. He had cameras. He's a tech guy, kind of. Oh, OK. Um, so we, back in the day, he used to always make sure we had a Gran Turismo or a Forza and uh, and some of those gaming. Yeah. Race game. Oh, racing yeah. Games. Um. Back in the day, those had like little photo systems in them, and and what I do is I basically, I I started loving cars through that, through movies like Fast and the Furious oh, and whatnot. Oh, okay. Um, I got very big into cars, wasn't into cameras. Mm. Um, back in like two thousand and eight, uh, I started becoming the one since my dad had a camera. I would bring his camera out with us all cruising around. I snapped little pictures here and there. Yeah, that basically spawned into, you know, friends wanting to shoot. Hey, let's get together. Let's cruise around and shoot my car next time. Shoot mine. Shoot mine. Then the email started turning over to, we want to, you know, what's your rate? How how much for this many hours? Da da da. And then it just kept going from there and there and there. I do a couple more jobs, a couple more jobs, couple, and then it. I was like, holy crap, I got something. Back yeah. around like 2010 to 12, um, I I started to realize that there there really might be something there, and I just started, you know, hammering away. 
specifically automotive, mm. you know, specifically the automotive market. So, so with, with, with that, did you have any, like, um, any inspirations that, that like, that like really motivated you to really take those hundred photos to another level? Um, so I, I look at it as pretty weird. So I used to, when back with my buddies and my brother, mm. we go into dealerships and they're all looking at the car. They're looking at the interior and stuff. I'm over there collecting brochures. Oh, okay. Right? That makes sense. I'm, I'm like, I don't know, 18, 19 years old. Yeah. I'm collecting brochures and I take those home and like the salesmen are looking at me like, you're taking a brochure for a 911 Turbo here. Like, yeah, you're 18 years old. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm going home and I'm studying like the direction of light how they handle the reflections, how they're doing everything, yeah. you know? And then I'm taking a, a photograph and seeing, like, my shit's looking nothing like that. Yeah. Like, okay, how do I get there? And that's, you know, that's why I have, like, a commercial background. Like, I've always been striving to hit those brochure-style shots. Gotcha. I, I do the other style shots where I call them editorial, more magazine-like storytelling, mm. but I've started to build a name for myself about the commercial side of things. So, okay. you know, more of my work's starting to go that route. The dope thing about it is, like, you know, we're we're in Rochester. Um, for those of you who don't live here, Rochester, New York, um, and there there are some there there are some nice sceneries in oh, Rochester yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but none of that really matters when it comes to your photos. That's that's the exact dynamic I wanted to set up. Like, yeah. there's beautiful areas around here, and I still hunt for true locations here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's beautiful locations everywhere. That's like the story of that location, yeah. of that city, right? But if I wanted to compete against those guys that were doing the brochure work, compete, I say, because it's a pretty competitive market, Yeah, I needed to be able to not have any restriction. Okay. You know, if I needed, if I had a client say, we need this car in the Swiss Alps, or we needed it in Italy, I needed to be able to be like, I can do that still. Okay. Instead of being like, you know, let me put a budget together and fly to Italy, meet some people, shoot some of their cars in Italy. I wanted to create a dynamic where it didn't matter where I was. I could mm. I could give that image whatever whatever you're thinking. I can provide you that image, basically. Damn, that's dope, bro. Yeah. That's that's because they're so clean. I appreciate it. It's so clean. It's it's very easy. Like if if you it's easy to mess up. Like if there's something off, mm-hmm. people jump on your shit like composite, that fake. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And and I I definitely got that off of my like first two, right? Mm. But I I tightened it up really fast because I didn't like that. So I tightened it up and and now I think that I have a product where it does look like they're really there. I show a lot of people that aren't in the field and they're like, "Wow, when did you go there?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I didn't. I just spent 9 <laughs> yeah. hours in my office f- with one photograph." Well, <laughs> that's dope. I mean? How did you um so okay, so you had the thought like, "Okay, well, you know, I, I, I want to make it seem like I'm in the Alps or I'm in this type of background if they need it. How did you start that? Because there had to go, there had to be like a process from the photos from with your friends yeah. to, to that. Like, where it, did it, you get that? It starts off small. Um, you start changing little things here. Maybe a friend wants some wheels put on his car that mm-hmm. he doesn't have. He wants to see what the car would look like with the wheels. You start, that's like baby composite, right? Mm-hmm. You maybe lower his car for him. Right now, that changes a little bit more because you have to pull the whole background down with the car. Yeah. Um, sky replacements is huge. That's like usually the first thing people get into. Like, mm. you go out, you shoot a dope photo, you get back, you're like, "Fuck, my sky's blown out. It's all yeah. white." Yeah. Drop a sky in, right? Mm. As long as you can make that look real, because a lot of people, it you can still see that something's off. If you can make that look real, that's like the step one. You okay. Know? So that's where it kind of started, and then it's like, oh, I'll put a bush over here, kind of give it like a little bit of weight. I'll put yeah. a tree back there. 
oh, I'll change a whole background out. And instead of you seeing a fence in a gas station, you're going to see, you know, some wild mountain, you yeah. know, so the Adirondacks or something, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and, and now, now on my computer, I have like a huge folder of photos I've bought for stock image use, yeah. commercial use, and photos that I go out and take if I go on vacation. I'm sitting there, you know, just it's a beautiful sunset. Yeah. I'll store that in my files because I can use that later. Okay. And I'm, I'm already thinking, like, I have this GT3 <laughs> shot. I have crazy. that R8 shot. That sky will match that because I shot that at sunset. And it just all, you know, eventually starts to click up when you're shooting with that mentality. Mm. You know, it's crazy. So did you go to school for that or were you self-taught? I did MCC for two years. It was it was awesome. It was good. Yeah. Um, it didn't teach me anything about car photography. It didn't teach me anything about composite. It touched on lighting. Um, I did take a photo manipul- manipulation class, but I found myself like racing through the work just to get out there to work on what I wanted to work. Right. You right, know, right. I'm not, I didn't want to Photoshop a carrot into a scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like I want to, I'm trying to Photoshop cars here. Like, you yeah. know, I want to, I wish schooling was way more focused. I wish somebody sat down with you and it was like, what do you want to do? All right. We'll find the best exactly. way to teach you that. It, but unfortunately it's not. So the beautiful thing is I, I learned like maybe a little bit more of the technicalities of Photoshop. Mm and organization i'd say okay um so i got to take that with me and i got my associate degree but then i i was going to do the rit thing and i said i just want to get in the field yeah you know yeah there's no better way to to learn something like that than on the fly and like actually putting it in there you need you need to put the sweat in exactly yeah exactly so yeah so it, it doesn't surprise me that uh because um you know my brother he's a tattoo artist and yeah. it was the same thing he he started drawing at a very young age and then when he went to school for it, he found out like they're teaching me the things that I pretty much know already. Yeah, right. And then, so, so, you know, with that, that's why I wasn't sure if you just had the, like that thought, like, this is what I want to do because a lot of people nowadays are going to YouTube. Oh yeah. You know? Dude, I, I mean, I, I say it too. Like, you know, if I were to get into the world of teaching, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it on YouTube. Right. I'm going to try yeah. to build a YouTube page or do a Skillshare or something like that and try to build it there. Like, to, to for me for me personally to become a teacher and like get a get a nine to five through that route it doesn't even make sense when you know you could have massive amount of people if you if people really want to see what you're doing mm-hmm. you can have a massive amount of people just signing up for a course at a certain subscription you know what yeah. I mean so it's it's crazy right now well even with like YouTube it's it's insane because you could you know if, if like now you have your YouTube channel so if a bunch of people start looking at your videos and your breakdowns of how you did certain things right um then you can even like that that could make you so much money as well 100% i i, I do have people reaching out to me actually to do like one-on-one classes oh. whether it's on the editing side of things or actually meeting up and like talking them through how i would shoot this car in this specific setting so yeah. It's just a matter of like building a package and trying to find the time because obviously I have clients over here saying we want to shoot mm. and to fit these hour, two, three hour courses into that schedule. I just got to figure out how I'm going to do it, mm. but it already is turning and, and I don't even have a big following on YouTube. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's already turning into oh, dude, something. It, it, I mean, it just takes a few people yeah. to start, you know, moving in that like paying attention to what you're doing yeah. and then sharing it with other enthusiasts of, you know, their exactly. friends who are enthusiasts and spider webs and then it's just spider webs. And then it's just more and more and more and more. Yep. And then you just out of nowhere, you're, you're at like 2 million views. Yeah. Hopefully. And, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Now, well, you're, you're, you're talented dude. So, I appreciate you know it. what I, I mean? So it. I can see that blowing up. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's pretty much the basis of, of all of this. Right. So like in um, growing up, I didn't really hear of a lot. 
I was raised in the, you know, in the city, in the yeah. hood. Um, so I didn't really hear of a lot of people who are like following their interests and following their paths and essentially living out what you're, you know, what you're doing. Truly trying to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so it's always interesting to me, like to, to hear about someone who just kind of fell into something yeah. and then knew like, this is what I want to do. do. Yeah. hundred percent. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And, and, and on that, like I knew after like being introduced to cars through movies and, and those racing games. Yeah. Um, my family loved cars. My dad was always looking at cars and whatnot. Um, I knew I wanted to work in the automotive industry okay. back then when yeah. I was younger. I didn't know what though. I knew I didn't want to be under the hood of a car. Okay. I knew I didn't want to be a tech. I didn't want to be a salesman. So I had no idea. Then I started playing around with the camera and I said, man, this seems fun, clean, competitive. Yeah. That's a big thing. Um, I played soccer for a lot of years. Mm. That's that started to go away, and I'm I love competition. Okay, you know, it, this isn't necessarily like that competitive, but I do like that. You know, that grind mentality of like just work, 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 work. Yeah, and it's a and it's a buildup. It's something that compounds. You know what I mean from from year to year, which is which is a awesome thing. And so that that's pretty much where it came from. I I knew I had to be in that field. Yeah. I wanted to be around cars. I just didn't know exactly how. And now it's getting even easier, you know, with all these social media platforms. So, well, yeah, I can imagine you're, um, you know, with with Instagram, now you're on YouTube, you're on all the socials. Cause I, I went to, um, to, you know, throw up a post on, on Twitter. And I was like, Oh, I'm I'm sure he's on. Oh, yep. He (laughs) is there. All right. Yeah. You got to check all the boxes, man. That's how it works. See, uh, I went, uh, I went a different route. Cause like with this, my thought was just literally that, like, I want to be able to speak to people and share their, you know, their passions sure. so that if someone were, were to listen to it, then they heard a story about someone from where they are from who decided to pursue their dreams. Sure. And like the more now, now it's like I'm one year in and I've gotten to talk to so many like dope people and and like and so now it like sparked something within me right right so like even this like i had no idea what the hell i was doing but it was just like that I, what did i know that i was going to be speaking to people right. in a microphone right like right. even a year ago right um i remember telling people like yo this is what i want to do i i kind of just want to do this for this reason and then like the things that i have learned in this past year so so I can just imagine like you doing that at a younger age. When did when did you start that? Two thousand and eight is when I started to get my feet wet, mm-hmm. and then two thousand ten to two thousand and eleven is when paid jobs started coming in. Okay, so, uh, like obviously not at a crazy amount, but I started getting a taste for it. Yeah, and and you know like for you to to know that. So tw- twenty. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. At, at twenty, you yeah. said. Yeah, about See, twenty. I'm I'm. I'm like, uh, I'm older than you are. So this <laughs> like, like for me, like I'm in my, I'm in my, uh, now turning into late thirties. Yeah. So it's like, shit, man. Like I, like I admire people who, who know what they want at a young age yeah. and just say, fuck it. Yeah. Let's go for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for it. What do I, what else do I have to lose? The, the biggest, like, obviously for me, like cars slowly became an addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always say it's, it's an addiction that I get to make money off of. Okay. You know, okay. Uh, that I, I love, I love, uh, to be around cars. I, it, the, the thing, I guess what I'm trying to say there is it, you, you, if you can figure out what makes you happy. Yeah. Right. 
you the money will come because mm-hmm. you're gonna it's not gonna feel like a grind over here yeah so cars put me up here right I, yeah don't matter what I'm doing really right just put me around cars so now later in life I found what I like to do with cars it doesn't feel like work at four in the morning okay so it, it unlocks my mind mm-hmm. to like go and go and go and go. It doesn't feel like work to me. So if you can fi- figure out what doesn't feel like work, if you can figure out what your passion is, then y- you basically reverse the game, right? A, yeah. a lot of people are just going out and getting the job they want to get, but then they're miserable as fuck. Yeah, right. of course. They might make six figures, but they're miserable as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, it might be a grind in the beginning, you know, but there's two things that are going to happen. One, you're either going to fail it, but at least you scratch the itch. You love doing it mm-hmm. anyways. Or two, you're going to win. But on both of them, you're going to learn a little something. Yeah. And it yeah. might take you into the next thing you need to do. Or you might just say, no, I'm failing is not an option. I'm going to yeah. learn why that didn't work, and I'm going to keep trying to go. Of you course. Know? Yeah, you have to learn from everything. Yeah. Yeah, every single failure, you failed for a reason. 100%. And you have to pay attention to that. Yep. You know, because if not, then if, if you're just going to quit right then and there, then I guess technically in the way that I think, you were meant to quit right then and 100%. there. 100%. So you have to beat you, the odds. You had dude. doubt in your mind, right? Yeah. You yep. know, like, I, I'm i stubborn. You know, I, mm-hmm. t- I don't take no for an answer. And, you know, if there's a brand or something that, that I haven't got to work with, like, you know, I, I, I love putting a little chip on my shoulder. You know okay. what I mean? Oh, like you didn't want to work with me or you yeah. haven't reached out to me. Like, let me, let me go even harder then. Yeah. You know, once you don't have that chip, like your work never increases, mm-hmm. you know, you just stay doing the same exact thing that uh, I wanted to move into composites cause I never want to be doing the same thing. Yeah. I want I want to just be like putting out new stuff and just keep growing and growing and growing. And, and, you know, that's, that's a big motivation for me, you know, Dude, in that field. Or, it's, it's funny that you say that. Right. Because I have I have friends in all kind of fields. And the one thing that always makes me feel like like I kind of stand out a little bit or maybe like like I'm wrong for thinking that way yeah. is in my head. I, ha- I have no issues with anyone in this world. Yeah. Right. Um, but in my head, if if like you snub me or or um, or I feel like, oh, you're in the same market and, and there's like some kind of competitiveness. Yeah. It's nothing ever like a thing where if I see you out, it's always going to be love. Yeah. But if we're in the same field, in my head, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, you think, yeah, you think, you think you got me. Yeah, huh? exactly. You think you got me, it's, bitch. It's, okay. It's, but but like you do that, you do that playfully in your mind, like to get you, yeah, to, to like that fire up. under your ass. Yep. You know what I mean? Like everybody needs that a little bit. Like mm-hmm. so, I that's why I was saying in the beginning, competitiveness of the field, like it naturally just does that. You're on Instagram, you see something dope, and instead of getting like down about it, you see that and you're like, fuck. I got to get out. Yeah. I got to get out. We got to go. Let's plan this. Da, 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 and we go out and shoot. Yeah. It gets that fire under your ass, especially if you love it. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't love it, you're going to be like, oh, this is a nine to five. Man, I don't want to shoot today in this heat. I'm like, it's 100 degrees out. And I'm like laying on, you know, asphalt shooting a car. Like I love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sucks. I'm sweating. But like I cannot wait to get home and edit these till oh, three, course. four in the morning. Of now course. it's a little bit harder with the, with the little baby girl. But it, 
it, I'm still trying. Last, last night, I was still up till two, falling asleep at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> How old's your baby girl? She's six months now. She's oh, rolling on six dope. months, man. She's she, she's sleeping through the night and stuff, so she lets me get work done at night. But she's she's awesome, man. Dude, awesome. Uh, we must have had one around the same time because my my daughter is turning six months in them COVID babies. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, she's turning six months. Uh, she was born in January 19th, so she'll be six months in on the 19th. Yeah, and um, ours is 22nd. Yeah, see, yeah. look at that. Yeah, dude. Um, holy crap. Mine, mine does not really sleep through. No, night. dude. The first couple months, man, colic was a real thing. Oh, the first okay. month, she was super colicky. It was, it was, it was rough. But uh, now she's just all smiles and she wants to go, go, go. Yeah. And then she usually hits a wall around nine o'clock and she passes out. So oh, like, that's it's go blessed, time, dude. You're it's blessed, go time. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's awesome though. Yeah. Congratulations. Appreciate it, man. You too. You too. Oh, brother. thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I have three kids. Yeah, I was so gonna say three, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have three kids, so it's like uh. Everything now, now that, um, and they, you know, I, I, if you, you've, you've heard the show before, yeah. I always say it like they were my why as to why I even started thinking about Dude, myself and what I want to do. Yeah. Um, sometimes, so, you, sometimes people need that. Yeah. Some, you know, this, this, it's definitely put a fire under my ass mm-hmm. even more. And I'm, and like anybody to tell you that, that knows me, like I don't stop. I go, go, go. I, like I said, I'll, I'll keep going. Yeah. I'll shoot three, four cars in one day if I, if I have the jobs, you know, and you know, now with her, obviously I got to spend time, mm-hmm. you know, but it makes me want to grind even harder to give her, you know, of whatever I can give her. You yeah. know what I mean? So you want to give her the life that we, that we didn't, didn't have, have growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, with, with your love of cars and everything, do you have a car that you oh, really man. want to, that you really want to shoot that you haven't had the opportunity oh, to for, yeah. Cause that, that's a little bit more attainable. A lot of people ask me what car I want. Um, I, it, it would we'll, be, we'll get to that. I want to know that, that one's too. too hard. That one's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the car I think I would love to spend some time with, and it ends up being like my ultimate dream car, which I don't, I, I set it as a goal, but it's one of those goals that will never be obtainable. Probably don't say that it's a Pagani. Okay. Um, I, I want to say it's around a million dollars. Oh, okay. Um, it, I don't even think if I could afford it, I would want it. Yeah. Just, just cause it in perspective, it's that's a little crazy. Um, uh, but, but not would, if you have a hundred million dollars, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like, what do you need like five hundred k to upkeep it a year or something like that? But no, it um, you know, that car, I just I would love to get my lens on it. That's all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah, I mean, you put it out there, someone is gonna contact you I out of so. nowhere <laughs> be and be like yo i, I need some photos of awesome. this car dude. i'll shoot it in their driveway and then i'll put it in Swiss, <laughs> this switzerland or something you yeah know what I mean? in oh, italy monaco <laughs> that'll be dope would um wouldn't that be crazy though to to i know that you can do so much with like backdrops and everything yeah but imagine when it gets to that point where people are just like actually flying you that that's ultimately like I never really wanted it to be a hundred percent composite and, mm-hmm. and it's starting to become that way because the shots start to look so epic that how could I not? Yeah. Because I have a bar that I'm setting now. Mm-hmm. So I, I really kind of hate that that happened. Um, ultimately I was hoping that it would get me to this spot where the manufacturers would see me and say, Holy crap, he's doing that in a, in a parking lot. He's doing that in Rochester. Mm-hmm. Let's get him out and see what he can do when the when the mountains are actually there. Yeah, you know, like oh, that'd th- be like crazy. I'm I've gotten so deep into like making it look real when it's not there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like when I'd be actually there, like things would be like I could fly. Yeah, even without a production team. Mm-hmm. Like the the old game is you show up. Like say Porsche hits you up, they the agency hits you up. You bring a staff of like I don't know twenty people mm-hmm. to work on that set for the weekend. Like, 
I'm getting the same shots, but uh, essentially, and it's just me, me yeah. and like maybe I bring an, an assistant, somebody to give me a hand, a buddy to give me a hand, yeah, just to make things a little it, faster. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just like I, I just it, it'd be awesome to have the opportunity to be like in Germany with the cards. That's ultimately like what I want. Yeah, I I don't want to bank on a composite. I just want it to be available in mm-hmm. case a client's like, we love that, we want we want that. Can it's, you just do that for us in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I'm like yeah, I got you. Oh yeah, of course. You know, and, and sometimes it's not. Germany, these backgrounds aren't Germany. Sometimes it's like, hey, we have the Poconos like, or the Catskills. Mm-hmm. We want to incorporate that in the shot. Well, you know, maybe I shoot their car in this location, then I go to the Catskills, shoot the mountains in a couple different angles, and then I start playing oh, and, okay. and piece that together. You know, it, it, I just don't like limitations. I just hate limitations. Of course. You know? And I'm still limited, but I've I've managed to... You know, yeah. kick it in the ass a little bit. No, so. yeah, and and what you're doing, it obviously it, it does make sense. You know, um, I'm just trying to survive. In this I space. do, yeah, <laughs> and know? I and I do and I do think I do believe that you'll get to a point where people are just gonna fly you I, out I to where you have that, to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, things like that don't don't go unnoticed. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And even in, in like the small market of, you know, of Rochester, yeah. uh, which there, are, there are a lot of really nice cars and there's nice hidden things. Money. There's yes. hidden money. You like go down to park Avenue, and all of a sudden there's like a LaFerrari flying by and you're like, <laughs> the fuck that comes from. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? And, yeah. um, so, so even like in this, uh, small market, you know, you're, you're being like, you're noticed. Yeah. You know what I mean? People yeah. notice you for those things. Yeah. Um, so it's only a matter of time before, have you been, have you been published in, in any magazines? I have a couple of magazines that unfortunately all the magazines are dying, but, um, S3 magazine was one and, uh, there was some work that I did, um, recently. I can't even remember that there was, there's like three or four magazines that I am mm-hmm. in. And then there's a couple of magazines actually that I'm, a, a company's running ads with me in. Oh, okay. Um, so, so, and like that's more, more so the line of work I'm going down now where I would shoot for the wheel company. The wheel company would put that one page banner shot, my shot, and then write what wheel it is, write their website and all that. Okay. So there, I think there's like four or five running right now that I'm, that I'm in for that. So yeah, publication is a, is a real thing there too. So. Do you, is, is there something else that you are like, like, obviously this is, this is like your main, your main passion and these are the things that you want to do. Is there anything else that you're kind of dipping into, e- even if it has to do a little bit with that, but like you're making it more of a full on. Just in the photography space alone. Yeah. Or, um, or outside of photography, I, I, whatever you. I definitely, um, like I'm definitely moving into more portrait work and product photography is huge. I'm, I got a lot of produ- products that I am working on. Oh, that um, makes, shooting, that makes sense. Just shooting them in the studio or shooting like lifestyle for brands. Yeah, yeah. Um, which a lot of people don't know that about me, right? You come to my pages, you see a lot of cars because that's what most of my clients are. But on the back end, which it's probably a little bit of my fault, I'm not posting it. But in the back end, I'm shooting stuff in a little studio that I, that I make in my little office and I'm shooting, you know, cologne bottles or jewelry or, or whatnot, oh, you know, okay. stuff like that. So. Um, it, I, I'm moving into other avenues just cause Rochester's car community is a little tight. Yeah. Um, and if I want to be a true freelance photographer, I do have to move a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, um, of course. until at least those clients start flying me out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, I, you know, I'm just really laser focused on that, on the, on the photography thing. Um, you know, video was a big hobby of mine. Um, I'm starting to do that now as well. I'm I'm providing videos as well. So it it's, you know, just trying to keep it all in one yeah, little circle, in, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, cuz you don't want to you don't want to like there, over, like go do too much in right. other areas. And, and I and like my mind goes like I definitely go down that route like I wanted to do a little 
clothing line, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like, if I if I could figure out something, if I could figure out a brand, I don't need to pay for creative because I can handle all of the creative. But then, like, I quickly see that there's, like, you know, a, a whole another side of the game that, like, I'm then just sitting there and I'm like, man, I just want to do the creative. Yeah. I w- sure, I want a t- uh, t-shirt brand. I, I even have, like, write-ups and blueprints and everything for it. Yeah. Or not a t-shirt brand, like, more like a clothing brand, like yeah, actual yeah. pants and everything. And, uh, but then I, I sit there and I'm like, I just want a brand to hit me up and, and be doing the creative thing. And mm-hmm. then, and I already have that. So I'm like, I, I pull my mind back a little bit and I'm like, focus, focus on focus. This, yeah. yeah. Just ki- Dude, do you got to, have you, have you ever tried like, um, like doing celebrity edits for them and like DMing them and sending um, them their I, way? I definitely, um, I reach out. I yeah. reach out. I'm very, very active in DMs. Okay. That's, that's the game right now. Yeah, you know? of course. So I hit that's a lot of them up. And what do I got to lose? Them them to either say no or see it and then not answer. Mm-hmm. So so I DM them. And uh, some some answer back, like, some, like not celebrities, but, like, that's how I get clients. A lot yeah. of clients come to me that way. Um, but most celebrities, they don't even answer back. You know? Of course, yeah. Um, I see that they post one shot of, like, 15 Ferraris in a garage. I'm like, yo, I'd love to shoot your fleet. Let me like, like let's get up and I'd love to shoot your stuff. Yeah. And they, but they don't ever answer back, you know? You think, uh, cause I know I hear and everyone keeps saying that, especially like Gary V keeps pushing that, like, Oh, DM these people, DM yeah. these people. I, um, I, I listen to a lot of Gary. Uh, yeah. Gary's my dude, man. And, and you know, he's, he's very smart in that, but I think it's the fact that he's telling, he's telling everyone to DM these people. That's that why they stop paying it's, attention. It's, to hurt, it's hurting a little bit. Um, there, there's an art form to it, right? It you is. just send a cold, a cold Turkey DM out. Um, it's not going to get answered back. Right. But if you send a very targeted DM, just like how the email game used to be a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. if you send a very targeted DM out and it's, you know, like how I, like with some of the wheel companies I've done, um, I'll shoot a car for somebody, but it's with those wheels. I'll reach out to the wheel company and be like, Hey guys, let me know in this area. Um, I'm covering New York to Syracuse to, you know, Sy- like Syracuse, Buffalo, this New York city. I'm carrying, I'm covering this radius. Yeah. Um, let me know if you guys need anything. And sure enough, you know, if it's that's very targeted and I'm showing them right in front of their face an image of what my product looks like. Okay. And then they'll DM back. They'll they'll understand. They'll, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we got some stuff. We saw like three orders just went out over here, over there. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden I have a new client, right? I work with them. I do a good job on those. More clients, more of clients. Of course, yeah. I yeah. built my way up to like 10 or 12 wheel companies that I'm on the books for. Nice. Um, so that's that was all basically through social media and DMs. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, that's that is it, wild. That's the game. It, it you know, and you got to be okay with a lot of rejection. You know, it, I I could send maybe a hundred DMs out. Like, there's a lot of people not answering. Mm-hmm. You know, but one answers. That's another. That's could be jobs for the next two three months. Yeah, you know. So well, out of those, e- even out of those, like a hundred of those DMs, if still like down the road by chance, if they even look at it, it's still there. It's yeah. still sitting there. Yep. You know, and they look at it, they look at your account, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's like, a lot of major people are fucking with this yeah. dude. Yeah, You know, and that it, just Exactly. You're, you're planting seeds. Yeah. You know, um, you might go out next time and shoot another car for that mm. for that company, and, and then they might see that you've tagged them 15 times, and every single time you've posted, and then all of a sudden they reach out. I just had, um, which is crazy, the official Audi Russia page okay i'm linked they they reached out to me and i'm linked in a dm or uh, in a dropbox with them and i'm sharing them some content that they're going to run on their page i mean it's like six hundred thousand followers it's, yeah you know that's that's priceless advertising for me you know i'm going to yeah. get in front of six hundred thousand people it's huge 
It's that huge, huge, you know, yeah. especially for, you know, here in Rochester working for Porsche, the Porsche and Audi stores here. Um, I have a lot of Audi content, you know, and it's very tough to get a hold of our rep or anything because it's all still, unfortunately, stuck behind agencies. Okay. You know, it's slowly shifting, right? Because, like, we don't need the middleman no more. Right. We're all accessible. Yeah. It's So it's slowly shifting, but it still is kind of agency top heavy. And um, once those brands really realize, and they're starting to, because you'll see them send, like, YouTubers cars and mm-hmm. and just one-man shows, they'll get cars, you know, like uh, like a photographer. Yeah. They'll just send them cars for the weekend or something like that. So um, it's it's definitely taking crazy. a shift. Yeah, it's definitely taking a shift, but, uh, it, you know, it's not 100% there yet. All right, guys, it's that point of the episode where we give a few shout outs. This episode is brought to you by Tai Chi Bubble Tea in Aronacoit. Tai Chi Bubble Tea offers an array of different bubble tea flavors, uh, all types of fruit, uh, milk bubble tea. All of the tea is brewed fresh in-house. Not only that, but they offer build-your-own sushi burritos. And they offer bowls of ramen as well. So you can head over to 2255 East Ridge Road and around the Coit, right in the Culver Ridge Plaza. Please check them out and let them know that Asylum sent you. This episode is brought to you by Regime CBD Vape and Smoke. They have a huge selection of CBD and vape products. They are located at 106 Cobblestone Court Drive in Victor, New York, right across the street from Eastview Mall. And remember, you must be 21 or older to enter the store, all right? So please visit them soon. It's dope to just know that, you know, at some point, I will see you doing some crazy wild shit out there. <laughs> I hope. Hey, man, you got you to gotta know that this day is coming. Yeah. You have yeah. to know. I'm, I mean, I ain't going to stop until it does. And <laughs> if it doesn't, I'll probably be dead by then. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's, it's all I want to do. Yeah. You know? No, so, of course. Well, cool. yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, are stuck in that. So it's so many people are stuck in, in just that right there. Yeah. Right. I don't know what the hell I want to do. Right. They we, we, we hear stories, uh, you know, or we're told from a young age what the things are that we would, you know, that so they would much, want us to do. So much of that is fucked. So you know much I mean? of it. Yeah. It, it messed up, It messes a lot of minds up. And uh, I tell my wife, too, I'm like with 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 our baby, um, like I want her to find whatever she wants to do. I want her to go after mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Just pick it and go. Um, it, you know, it's like it, it, whatever it is, if it's gaming, if it's, you know, dancing, if yep. it's soccer, it, you know, just go in and go after it. You know, you never you never know what could happen. And you have to scratch that itch or else you're going to you're going to be like miserable. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're yep. never like I didn't try that. Another thing I look at is like just look around, like look at the apps like TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Look at what kids are doing on there. Mm -hmm. If you're telling me that a kid on TikTok can sit there and dance to the latest song that's out and get all these eyeballs watching, or on YouTube, there can be a YouTube page where a young kid unboxes toys (laughs) and then they have 2 million followers. If you're telling me that that's a business, like you can do anything you fucking want to do. Right now, it's just there's a little bit of sweat equity you have to put in, mm-hmm. and you have to keep going, and you have to keep doing it every single day. That's why I say it better be something you like, yeah, because yep. you need to not feel like it's a job. 
See, um, I think it was uh, I just heard a saying yesterday that Will Smith said, and and I, it really put things into perspective. Right, he's saying like his children, um, he he used to want to force them to do certain things, mm-hmm. but he said he realized that he is he like they're the seed, and he's just a gardener, yeah. right? So with a a gardener, waters and nourishes the seed, yep. so, and then allows it to grow into what it you know what it's meant to 100%. be so that's all we are meant to do is to nourish and and water the seed and just let it flourish into whatever it is that exactly. it's supposed to grow into. exactly and you and unfortunately you see a lot of parents um you know obviously i'm a new parent i'm still figuring out the damn game oh, but that you know a lot of them want to live through their kid you know like yeah. uh, you know i was this and you can be that because mm-hmm. you know what you know naturally like they know how to teach that like i know how to teach photography now yeah so if she wants to pick up a camera or wants to come to a shoot sure yeah you know awesome. that makes my life very easy i can mm-hmm. i can show you the way on that but if there's something else she wants to do like i'm gonna support it you yeah. know like let's let's get into it i'm gonna be up on youtube when she's you know 12 be like you know, how to do this. Of course. And then, oh, okay, I see. We got to get you this. We got to get you that. And, you know, and and that resort, that puts me back to, like, my motivation. Like, I want to be able to do that. I Mm want to be able to go on there and be like, okay, she needs this, this, and this. Boom, let's get it. Let's get her started. Let's let's scratch itch. If she doesn't like it, out of the way. Basically, I want to start that college process Mm -hmm. in her mind before college because, like, I don't, like, 100% agree with how they run her systems. Like, I want her to taste, taste this, taste that, taste You want to try cooking? Oh, I hate cooking. Okay, let's try this. Like, cool. And I know kids can be very, like, all over the place, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Like, try it. Yeah. Try it and see what you really like, and then you hammer it. Dude, I I have three, and i still figuring things out. I, yeah. I don't think I will ever really truly know. We won't. We won't. <laughs> we no, won't. we won't at all. But I think um, the, the, the number one thing that I – that was my biggest lesson with, with being a girl dad first yeah. was, you know, I am – I'm not meant – to guard her from everything. Yeah. I'm just, I, I meant to show her how to make good decisions yeah. and know that she is going to make bad decisions and just be there for her to, to be able to pick her up, pick her up yep. and talk her through everything else. Right. Yep. So like, and then with my, with, with all of my children, um, same thing. Like I just want them. And, and this is how I'm starting to learn for myself. Right. Yeah. Lean into our strengths. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I wanted to be everything under the sun. Sure. Right. Because I like this for a little bit and then I did it for a little bit and I actually yeah. didn't like that. Yeah. Um, but it was all the focus of making money. Like, I want to try this because I know that it makes money. I want to do this because I know that it makes money. That's the and fun. that's that's what you got to try to get out of. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm that's now they're they're way too little for me to start instilling that totally yeah i still try to like little by little like little nuggets so that sometime when they when they get a little bit older they go oh is that what dad meant yeah you know kind of things like that but i'm that's all i really want to show them is like hey so these are your strengths i want you to realize and acknowledge that you are an outgoing person yeah you love to do this you love to do that if that is what you love to do lean into that yeah i don't know what you're going to get out of it but if something, but if something that, that you want to do leans into your personality, you being outgoing, you being happy, and you know what I yeah. mean, that is what is going to make you happy. 100%. I, I always say, uh, 
you know, the like currency, like a happiness should be a currency. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it like, if you're happy about something, if you're into something, which it sounds kind of cheesy, but like, if you're into something like the money will come from the other avenues, other people reverse it. They're like, Oh, I can make X amount of money being a doctor. Yeah. Right. Okay. I guess I'll do that. No, no, no. Like, yep. I could be happy as fuck and it feels great to wake up in the morning doing this. Yeah. Okay. Now what avenues can I put that to use? doing that right you know and and you might say okay this this okay you know being a musician or something like that might be hard but still go at it like th there, there's also that other thing too like some of those really have like hard obtainable jobs like mm -hmm. you there's so much time in a day right you know what i mean to like go and be doing a nine to five when you hit out after that nine to five be cranking at that thing you love of course like you love it mm -hmm. so when you, you like pick the that's what i say like a lot of people are like i'm doing what i love but like are you yeah because if you truly loved it when you get out at five, are you hitting that up or are you going and watching a TV show? Are you going and watching, are you going and playing a game? Are you going and hang out with your buddies or something? Yeah. What are you doing? Like I'd be, I would be doing this even if I wasn't making money. If I had a nine to five over here, I'd still be trying to find car guys and be like, yo, I want to hear your car rev. I want to shoot yeah. some, I want to shoot some stuff. Like figure out what that thing is over here that will allow you to crank even when you get out that miserable nine to five. Mm-hmm. So that you can truly succeed over here on the right, and then slowly kick that nine to five. Of course, you know yeah. that's basically the mentality. And and the, the, this is a weird thing too, because like uh, obviously this is this is the market that I'm in right here, right? Yeah. Just speaking into a microphone. Um, and and you know I so I I, I like join groups and and things like sure. that. And I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, although Rochester has a good group of photographers and, and very, especially RIT, photography's oh, got a lot of history in Rochester. What what I find with this space is people are, and it's actually it's probably everywhere. People are so jaded, right? And mm -hmm. people are still stuck in that mindset that you know where they're telling other people. Um, they're putting posts up uh, up there saying, "Oh, you if you're getting into this for money, you're never gonna you're never gonna make money." I was told money. that in the start. I was told. Right. I was told in the start. I, I was told um, the only way you'll make money is doing weddings, mm -hmm. and I and I have never shot a wedding. Um, I never wanted to shoot a wedding. It's just not like I don't do that. Um, I don't do a lot of that like event. Yeah. Photography, like I said, a more commercial. Um, so I I was told that that was one one only option I had. Um, I was also told that it's just too competitive and mm. you live in Rochester and, and, uh, I, I know that if I moved, um, to Florida or Cali or something like that, um, it could have maybe like sped the process up. Maybe I'd be at a, another level because literally everything out there is exotic. It's but even, nuts. but even then it's probably oversaturated. It, over it is, yeah. hundred, hundred percent. You know, up here I have the, I have a nice way to stand out mm -hmm. in in this market here and cover this area for a couple of companies you know right um but but yeah so it, same thing same thing when you're starting out there's always going to be somebody that kind of tries to drag it down and and sometimes it's like they're just trying to look out for you you know like a lot of people get into things and fail mm -hmm. um but I'm, I'm definitely not the type somebody says something like that i'm like dude do it do yeah. it do it today so you can figure out if you're going to be into it or not because you'll really find out if you go don't get home and do that when you get home out of work then that shit ain't for you. Right. Figure out the next thing. Yep. If, and, and just, you know, like just The faster try to you find out that that's not for you, the quicker you'll get to the next uh, thing that might be. 100%. I had a couple of people um, comment on some of the some of the editing stuff that I'm doing in DMs. And they're like, man, I wish I had as enough patience as you, but I don't, I, I love your work, but I don't, I don't think I'll ever be able to edit a photo for nine, 10 hours. Yeah. And I'm like, well, see, 
I like that almost more than the shooting part. Yeah. I get home, pop on my music, and boom. I'm just mm-hmm. like, just, just, just like, zone out. I want to see what I can make this look like. It's like an adrenaline, and I'm editing to the music and stuff, and it's just like, I'm so obsessed with it. You know, you know what I mean? It's like I'm playing a video game, but I'm not. I'm yeah. working on a, photo, a photograph or a video. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it's it's all a mental, like you need to unlock that mental space before you can truly crank at something. I think that's something also that, that, that people do and they don't even realize, right? They, yeah. they, they have mental limitations, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily something that they even truly, possibly even like believe, but it was instilled, it was put that thought was put in their mind at some point, yeah. like, hey, this is about as far as you will ever go with this. Yeah, and then bullshit. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then in their subconscious, their natural reaction is, for whatever reason, wanting to tell you that this will be your limitation yep. so that they can then feel better about See, themselves. And that, and that always just put a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's what you think? All right, <laughs> yeah. let, me go and, let me go and try to do this cool. or that. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that like you you have to go that route you got to get you got to get on on the the horse and go and and show people that they're wrong you yeah, know what i mean of course. And, and that's and there's and, that, and those people in the same breath that told you that will be like supporting you and be like dude this is awesome great job like they don't know back then either mm-hmm. you know what i mean they're just trying to you know you know their friends and family a lot of times unfortunately their friends and family that say that and uh you know you understand that they're just looking out for your best interest and they just want to make sure that you can afford a house and do this and do that but yeah. um it, it, you know you just got to try it. You just got to go for it. You know yeah. what I mean? And and the the beautiful thing about today is it's more, it's easier than ever. We have the platforms, all these social medias, like people need to look at them like networks, mm-hmm. right? Instead of me going to ABC or ESPN and being like, Hey, I'm a photographer. I have this show. I want to do this and this that's gone. Mm-hmm. They, like TV's dying. Mm-hmm. Like you could just do that show on YouTube and the, that's true. You you ju- or Instagram, like mm-hmm. you can literally make short films on yeah. YouTube and and post them every week, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, sponsors come in. They're like, "We want our name at the front of the titles. We want that card that you're shooting next week to be this card." Like mm. y- the business comes in from so many other ways than just I want to shoot for Porsche. I want to shoot that car, you know. And then you reach out to them and they don't DM you back. Yeah, make them come to you. Yeah, build up the eyeballs. And then they'll come in. Basically, are you, are you into comedy at all, like stand-up comedy? Um, yeah, not probably. I, I mean, somebody could school me on comedy, but I, <laughs> I mean, just to throw a couple of names out there, I, I obviously Kevin Hart's an automatic. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, I, I love that. I, oh my God, he just hits home. Yeah, like <laughs> this shit he talks about is exactly how it was in my house. <laughs> it's to a T. He really nails it for me. But yeah, those the, are just a couple of names. The reason why I asked you that is because uh, there's a comedian. His name is Andrew Schultz. Okay, and um, he has a he has a podcast with Charlemagne the God, um, brilliant idiots. So shout out to them. But uh, the reason why I brought him up is he did that same exact thing, right? Everyone is going for the Netflix. Uh, stand-up special or the HBO stand-up special back in the days, you know, and what he did was invested in putting all of his own money into like YouTube videos and, and filming his own stand-up and putting up there. And yeah, he's crushing it. (laughs) The the thing there is there's no, uh, it's a, it's a thing called frictionless, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to put this out there for free. Right. Yep. Now, instead of HBO's, uh, you know, one million subscribers over here, I could potentially unlock 30 million, mm-hmm. 40, 50, 60 mm-hmm. million. You know, if 60 million people are coming to one thing, or if uh, 50,000, even 100,000 
sponsorships are going to come. You'll make money. Do yeah. what you love. Invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll make money from these other avenues coming in. Yep. You know, and it just it just like I said, it compounds. Next, yeah. next year you'll have a hundred more followers. Next year you'll have five hundred more followers. Depending on how good you did, you might have ten thousand more followers. And I, I assure you that more people will come in and want to work out program. And then then you have the whole game of holding your breath. Right. You know that first one comes in. Maybe you're like, you know what? Let me just keep holding out. I'll just keep cranking because they're gonna want to do certain things that might change the brand. People aren't gonna like that. Some people are gonna leave. Some people are gonna come in. You know, that's a whole other monster. Yeah. But and not only that, but like one, never let anyone. Uh, determine what you would do with your life. Yeah. Right. So you 100%. never let anyone determine what you would do with your life, even if you're like just tr- like waiting for that for that lucky strike right. where someone's going to give sure. you you know uh, give you a, a, a shot. Sure. Um. So yeah, never let anyone determine your life and get out there and get it for yourself. Yeah. Because that, like you said, that sweat equity. There's nothing like it, uh-huh. and people will notice that and. And, you know, and they would appreciate you much more because they know where you came from. 110. I, I learned that real quick. Well, not real quick, but I learned that with soccer. Um, I had a, I had a pretty good thing going with me at soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a, you know, high school, not a punk, but, you know, just like being a high schooler. You're yeah. like, oh, shit, yeah. I'm We're untouchable, I'm this, I'm that, you yeah. know. Um, I, I thought all, like, any sort of scholarship or anything, I'm like, they'll come to me. They'll come to these games. They'll watch me. Yeah. Now I'm looking at it, I'm like, why the fuck didn't I record every game and send it to every college? Like, if I could go back and do it again. Yeah. It I wasn't would've, the norm. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. And now that's the game. And, like, anybody that's into sports or something, I, I it's like an envy almost because I'm like, dude, keep the camera rolling. Even if you're in your backyard, do dope shit. Post, 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 post. Yeah. Send it out because none of them nowadays are coming. Like, you just send it out and force feed them. Yeah. You know, like – like back to cars, like send it out to Porsche. You send it and you send it and hopefully like the right thing lines up where they see it or eventually you build up and they see the stuff's over here and it just like links up perfectly. Yeah. Um, it, they, like it's going to be way harder if you're waiting for them to come to you. You got to go and get it just like you're of saying. Course. You got to go get it. Of course, it. man. Yeah, I love I I love the way you think, bro. I you, I feel I like we're it. on the same page here of about course, a lot of things. Of course, sure. man. And you know, and, and um, it, it, it gets tough. Yeah. I, that's another message that I want to tell people is it's, it will always get tough. And, uh, what's the, what's the saying? It's always, uh, the storm is always, uh, what is it? It's always calmest before, before the storm, before the storm. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like, it's like, you're going like, it's going to go smoothly for a little bit. You'll feel like you're making some sort of momentum. Yeah. Something is going to go wrong. Yeah. And 100%. then, and then you have to, that's the lesson. And that's where you, how learn. do I bounce back? Yeah. How do I bounce back? Okay. I bounce back. Oh, great. It's going to go good again. And then it's something, the people that look it's for, always, it's the people that look for that moment to be like, okay, I want that to happen. Mm-hmm. So then I learn and then I raise the bar, you know, yeah. that's exactly it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people unfortunately get scared at that moment, not scared, but like, they're like, shit, this isn't for me. I got it. And, and people need to provide people need to. You know, like I'm not saying go quit your day jobs and start doing this, but I'm yeah. saying you got a lot of time on the other on the other side of things to to crank at these things. You know, dude, I I quite honestly did not learn that lesson until I read a book. I think it's by Ryan Holiday. It's called The Obstacle Is the Way. Yeah, and it really just focuses on stoicism and you know pretty much okay. exactly what we're talking about, yeah, yeah. where uh, where we have to look at adversities as a way to triumph and and how to how to work our way around it yeah. and not to be so focused on the, the downside of, of everything because 100%. then we'll, 
will be stuck there, you know, trying to figure out like if there's a, if, if you're on a road and there's a gigantic boulder in the middle of the road, do yes. you stop there? Yeah. Or do you try you to try, figure it? You got to get around that. You got to get around <laughs> yeah. that boulder, right? Yeah. So, um, and so, uh, and I and and it never really clicked in my head for whatever reason. Like we all hear it, like oh yeah, you have to you you fall off the horse, you got to get right back up. Yeah. Um. Things things get so cliche. It does. So you're like, that's cliche. All right. Yeah. So exactly. what am I doing? You know, but like like to just sit there for a second and break it down. Yeah. You know that yeah. book really for whatever reason, made it resonate in my mind, like yeah. made me like really attached to that thought. And since then, you know, anything that has bugged me in the past, like I remember having instances of extremely high stress yeah. during certain situations that were like monetary, you know, family, yeah. whatever it may be, like to the point where it's like hurting me yeah. so heavy that it was on there. And now I'll come across the same thing and it's not, it's not the same burden. You know, yeah. I just know, that everything is going to be uh, cool. So anybody out there that's that that needs feels like they need that in their life, you know, Ryan Holiday, the obstacle is the way. That is one way that you would have to, yeah. you know, you have to get yourself accustomed to knowing that hey, shit is going to happen. Tough. It happens to and, everybody. Move forward. And when you go through that five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, mm -hmm. like now it's just be, like shit happens. You're like, oh yeah, you know. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get through it. Mm -hmm. You know, it like doesn't even cross your mind. Like the first couple times is scary as fuck. Yeah. But then oh yeah. But then you just get used to it and you know like okay, this that moment. Like yep. let me figure it out. Yeah. You know. So oh, that's great, dude. Definitely. All right, so for for anyone that um that would want to take a look at your catalog or want to reach out to you, let them know how they can get in touch with yeah, you. Yeah, so I got a website, it's uh, www.evogphotography.com and then I'm most active on Instagram mm. at the moment um at @evog and then I'm I'm very I'm just starting to start cranking at YouTube, which is Evo G as well on there. So. Okay, so Evo G all over the place, yep. yo. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out my man's work. He puts out some fire fire work out there. Um, his edits are incredible. Check Appreciate out the that. YouTube. The YouTube uh, the YouTube page is fire. You can see like all of the little things that he does in the background to make these photos look as great as they do. So brother. I, I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks for having I, me thank on, you, brother. Thank you for coming out and, and speaking with me. This is a great conversation. Um, this will be dropping on Thursday. So awesome. Uh, but no, um, again, thank everybody out there, listen to this man. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Reach out to him if you have any dope exotic cars. What was the car that you wanted? The, a Pagani. Anybody that's got a Pagani, Anybody that has hit a Pagani. me up. I'll shoot it for free. Yes. Today. <laughs> I, don't care if it's four, I don't care if it's four in the morning. I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> Guys, uh, again, if you took anything away from this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, share it with your friends and families because that is how I can help individuals like himself expand their, uh, you know, their reach. And uh, as always, if people are calling you crazy, then you are on the right path. Peace out, guys. Welcome to the Asylum Podcast. Broadcasting from the Asylum Studio in the 585. People are calling you crazy. You're on the right path. The Asylum Podcast. Welcome to the Asylum Podcast.